Will we know more about jeans and shorts guy? <laughs> um. Kids, get the popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. When he got in shape, he went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. You never forget your first. See who you are. I take off your disguise. And flick! Oh! You flick too hard, damn it! Shall we help him? I mean, eventually. Great. Hey, everybody, what is up? How is this summer weekend treating you? I hope it's treating you right. I know it's treated me right. National Cherry Festival is done and over with, and. Oh boy, I cannot tell you exactly how tired I am. I'm like yesterday, I wake up early to catch uh, the uh, Cherry Royal Parade. I was in there. I walk behind me was uh, Secretary of State of Michigan, jo uh, Jocelyn uh, Benson. And then uh, later that night, uh, I was presenting Boys to Men. That was that was absolutely fun. I have never done that before. Now that I tasted it, I want more. But this is not what I want to talk about. This is a podcast. A specifically type of genre podcast where I like to talk about movies. It's my zen. And I like to talk about movies with guests. And I got a special guest with me right now. Mr. Adam Bray, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, Tyler. I'm doing great. Thanks hey, for... You thanks can go for... ahead and fix that mic for you. Like, oh, <laughs> no. That's fine. It's it's good. I, I don't mind hunching over at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't gotten sleep yet from oh. last night. I'm just like, you know, when, when you do all that stuff yesterday i mean you're just wired you're just like i i can't like, the the miss is like you know comes down to get a drink of water she's like are you still up it's like i can't, I can't calm down that was such an <laughs> exhilarating experience right well, boy boys to men don't you don't you mean men to grandfathers no, or no, gra grandpas to great grandpas don't, you, don't <laughs> go there sister don't you mm -mm. 
no, no, no. Uh, what 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 is Kiss then? Huh? It, it don't uh, wouldn't that be like great great grandfathers or something? Or how old are they now? Oh, uh, but it, it's funny that you bring up uh, you know great grandfathers and all that stuff because uh, oh boy, this is in relation to the movie that we just watched, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, otherwise known as uh, director Taiki's. Uh, advertisements of his Pandora playlist of how much he loves guns and roses. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, yeah, so Thor, love and thunder. I I, I want to say love and war here <laughs> for some <laughs> right. reason, but I'm not going to do it. So this is the fourth uh, single uh, Thor movie, completely surpassing Iron Man, Captain America, mm. um, all the other one, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, Indeed, they're, yeah. They're coming up on their third film. Right. Um. So yeah, a lot of interesting, uh, a lot of interesting uh, hype uh, for this film because it's it showed the return of Natalie Portman mm-hmm. as uh, Jane Foster as uh, the Mighty Thor, right. as it is in the current Marvel comics, right. and uh, Christian Bale going from good guy portrayal mm-hmm. character uh, to a bad guy, you know, kind of like Indeed. how he was in the American Psycho. Because I'm like, yeah. hey, you know, he this guy can play it all. Right, he can definitely play it all, and he's he being the anything. character uh, Gore, mm-hmm. Gore the God Butcherer. And I was actually, I had no idea who this character was, uh-huh. to be honest. I, I like I said, I read comic books, but I mm-hmm. don't read it all. Yeah. I only read those that interest me, right? Which is why I like the Shadow more. Sure. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but hey, great, great to have you on. I know it's been sure. a while. We couldn't get you for the uh, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. How did you like that film? Uh, overall, I liked it a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I felt like uh, that uh, Sam Raimi guy. He he got in the toy box and he really <laughs> he really played with his toys, and that's what I like to see. Um, at you know at this stage of Marvel and Star Wars is really you know m- mixing it up, playing playing around with those things, doing new, fun, expected, unexpected, wild, crazy stuff, and I think that's what we got with Doctor. Strange. It was just, it was kind of all over the place. Um, but I think that's, we're ready for that because we've laid our foundation and we're ready to try something new. So it was good. It was um, a little scary, a little, a little, a little gory in, in places. <laughs> not, no. not, not gory Sam in like the, the horror movie gory sense, things? But, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for Marvel, Marvel standards, it was. It was um, really good that, yeah, you know, he had a lot of fun. Yeah. There. I, I enjoyed it. It was just all around fun. It was a lot darker than uh, any other Marvel movie, but that was good. It was it was refreshing, yeah. um, and it was creative. So did I you hear that uh, that, uh, that supposed rumor about throwing Deadpool and Cable into the film? Now, a lot of people like said, "No, nah, that's just you know somebody starting rumors huh. and all that stuff." Turns out there was a concept really? for Deadpool and. Uh-huh. Uh, Cable to show up in that film while hmm. Doctor Strange and America Chavez are going through all those uh, multiverses, uh-huh. but it wouldn't actually be the characters. Like it, it wouldn't be Ryan Reynolds uh, and um, uh, who who plays uh, Cable, Josh Brolin. Right. Uh, it would just be them. Du- imita- it would just the be background. a picture of them gotcha. on the billboard re- recreating the Michael uh, Michelangelo uh, uh, painting, okay. and all that stuff. Yeah. So that was. Uh, 
supposedly revealed that I saw recently They've, in the uh, article. That's interesting. They've done that kind of thing before, actually, um, in Thor Ragnarok. When, yes. When he gets to the uh, planet, um, there's like a high-rise building, and it's got... Uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, statues of the head. And the funny thing is... Um, in one of my books, I actually tried to name all of the heads because there's there's like four or five on there, and they're really interesting characters. Ooh, um, I gotta look at that because I only count four. Marvel took took that out. What so they for some reason they didn't want to own that. Um, they kind of keep it under wraps. What um, I don't know if that's because um, they planned on using some of the characters uh, in a different way um i think one of the characters may have shown up by now i forget which one though um or maybe it was a rights issue or there's there's a lot of peculiar rights issues with marvel that have nothing to do with studios i can't believe they're still going through that yeah it's like um it's like author rights and (sighs) artist rights and original creator rights that have nothing to do with the other studios i i I do and it's it's a little bit disappointing to know that they uh they go they're still going through like that when it's obviously proof enough that you know people love this mm. they love what's coming uh, you know to theaters right uh, something that you know we still today it was like no nah, they're not going to do it and they do it and they uh, they they've kept up with their promises of what they're trying to bring to the table and um speaking of books mm. uh you got a couple of new version uh books coming out or are are, are they out um, well, they're out. Um, I've got uh, the uh, the new edition of the Marvel uh, Encyclopedia. That's out. Um, I've got. Uh, I actually uh, I had sold out of it. It's um, really yeah. It's wow. A, it's uh, where's uh, my copy? Uh, pa- repackaging <laughs> of um, the the Star Wars. Uh, absolutely everything you need to know in this this fancy pack with the Star Wars character encyclopedia. And it's got this cool cover with but- buttons and sound effects on it. So oh, pretty neat. Oh, ooh. Oh, I love I love it when my books, uh, you know, make funny noises and all that stuff. <laughs> now, I re- yeah, I remember you announcing this on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I specifically asked you because this is definitely going to be covering some things in the Mandalorian seasons. Mm-hmm. Will we know more about jeans and shorts, guy? <laughs> um, probably not. Oh, come th- on! <laughs> when people found uh, that guy in uh, <laughs> season two of the Mandalorian in the background uh, yeah. during the battle scene, they very promptly re-edited the episode and immediately, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like within a couple of hours. Oh, uh, but it did. It didn't. Uh, it did not stop the internet though it's like right. as soon as it's been up there i mean when someone finds it it's out there on the internet there's nothing you can do but release the jeans and shorts guy cut <laughs> just do it disney everybody sure. loves it right they love it speaking of star wars i mean and disney my gosh what are they doing over there have you have you uh been interested in that uh that resort thing uh, that they're doing that's like worth six thousand dollars for two days none at all oh. i know i the only way i would ever go is if it was free if disney was comping it um and that's actually how they got all all, oh. all the all the podcasters and the oh, no. the the entertainment sites and stuff to review it is giving them free i heard that free they have weekends. like Four, like it's supposed to be like some kind of like you know 
live the experience of of Star Wars on this cruiser, yeah. the Star Wars thing cruiser where everyone's got to stay in character. But instead of one storyline that you got to follow, there's four. Yeah. And that, like, I'm like, what? Okay, so wait a minute. Over $6,000 times four. Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way I can actually yeah. afford that. Come on, Disney. I know you're not like this. I, but ha the, I have been told by... Uh, people I know that go on the Disney cruises that for the same price of like two nights, you can go on an entire, like, what is it, week or 10 day Disney cruise and have mm. spending money left <laughs> over and, you know, and like go to the Caribbean and do do the entire thing for that. And so speaking of Disney cruise, that $5,000 Kyber crystal drink, what? Oh, that's nuts. <laughs> that is just nuts. It is just... <laughs> You're just not, it's just not a value. No, uh, it's, it's, and it's not that huge either. It's no. just like, what's in there? And, but, it, and it's, it's come in a presentation right. package with like uh, smoke and yeah. I, I don't know what. I'm like, Disney, come on. I mean, but you know, even the weekend at the hotel resort thing, I mean, you know, if, if you've got the, the disposable income and you want to go and you love Star Wars, more power to you. Yeah. Um, more power to you. But, you know, I don't begrudge people that, that have the money and want to go, you know, have at it. But for the rest of us, I'm never <laughs> going but to go. But surprisingly, I mean, there are some people that support this. Uh, there, there was somebody that I saw on Facebook that you know they absolutely love the experience, yeah. uh, and they uh, they're posing with pictures and costume mm. and everything. They say, I, I, th and that's when I came across the the uh, the four other timelines right. with that uh, two day uh, Disney uh, experience, Star Wars experience thing. And I'm like, oh, hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually happy for you that you went out there and you enjoyed, you know, you yeah, enjoyed yourself but, and you want to do it again. But, but the problem is. When you're advertising that, yeah. and I know you're not trying, you know, Disney didn't pay you to do that. Well, but yeah, but j just to be sure, yeah. do, do the do they work for a, an outlet or like a fan podcast? Yeah, yeah. They they they, they, they got it. They might uh, surely they got it for free. Then they said they definitely said like, no, we're not a content creation social media platform. Oh, no, we're not. It's they like, do it. They give yeah, freebie. Says otherwise. They, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. They, they Disney do, does it for influencers too. They freebies. Yeah. That's you'll find 90. Well, you know, I don't, I don't want to overgeneralize or overstate, but they gave a lot of freebies that yeah. those for, you know, that oh, first boy. week or month or whatever. Disney. Oh, Disney. All right, but I hope things like you know get better because I remember a time where you could just be anybody mm -hmm. and enjoy di the Disney right, experience. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get back into that. Now, Disney, I know the, you'll do better. The park, you know, that's a that's another thing altogether. The, the park itself. Now, I've still not gone mm. um, because I, I still I can't afford that <laughs> either. I can't, can't afford the the plane ride and the hotels and all. Oh, right, all of yeah. That. So you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but th that looks more fun. Um, though I've heard. I've heard it. It still, it's more for younger people. You know, the the Force Awakens generation. It's not for. It's not aimed at original trilogy gener my generation. It's not even aimed at the prequel generation. I would love my daughter to experience mm -hmm. this. Actually, yeah. And I, you know, I'd like to be there with her, experiencing it, it with her. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I I haven't let her watch Star Wars yet. No, I'm still waiting to that moment where she knows what's what, and then uh, right. I can record that experience where Darth Vader goes, 
No, I am your father. That's it, Daddy. Why is he doing that to his yeah. son? <laughs> I can't uh, wait for that. I've I've got a lot of friends that that debate on you know what age is the right age to show your kids, uh, introduce them to Star Wars so they can appreciate it and grow up with it. And I started I saw it at four years old in uh, mm-hmm. dri- drive-in theater. So for me, that's, oh, nice. that's my my personal that's, age. Is that's four. the experience. I hope that can be a thing over at. Uh, the uh, the cherry uh, the, what's it called ah the cherry bowl the cherry bowl out mm. there in honor I I hope they're uh, I hope they listen to this podcast and then they know I love movies and that we could do something do like a Star Wars Godzilla ah, uh, movie nights uh, out right. there that would be amazing hey give me a call all right cherry bowl out there in honor give me a call hit me up on my email tyler.woods at 106khq.com mm. well anyway enough about Star Wars let's get back to Marvel so here we are the fourth Thor movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, uh, Taika Watiti, and uh, Tessa Thompson mm. with special guest Russell Crowe. Mm. Oh boy, as uh, Zeus, and I really love what they did with uh, Zeus here. Is really sticking to the Greek theme here. Right, I love that it, because I don't know why they were always so scared to you know go that way with uh, portraying you know Greece and all that stuff. I'm mm. like, come on, just do it. And right. they did it, and I lo- and I love that. So let's get into the review, Adam. I want you to go first. What did you think about this movie? Sure. Um, overall, it was fun. Uh, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. It was funny. Uh, I got to spend time uh, with characters that I loved. Uh, got to see some new characters that uh, I've been curious about for a long while. Um, I think. They handled uh, Natalie Portman's uh, story, um, explanation of why she's Thor, um, who she is, how she got there, and what happens with all that. I thought they handled it very well, um, as I think they do in the comics. Um, and uh, I think they wrap, the, they wrap up the movie very well. The movie has heart. Um, I think they explain the theme well. Um, I think the end credit scenes are substantive. Um, you know, the effects are great. Uh, but I do have crit- criticisms. I think, um, you know, it's the humor in it is amped way up. Mm-hmm. Um, if if Ragnarok was a f- was Taika Waititi's humor on five, this is like on dialed up to like eleven or twelve, <laughs> um, and that was overpowering at times. Um, so if if you didn't like Ragnarok, you're probably gonna hate this movie. Oh. Um, if you I don't see why. If though. you loved Ragnarok, you're probably going to be a thumbs up on this movie. Okay. Um, I think. Uh, I really liked that the movie um, pandered to kids, especially in the the last part of the movie. Um, I because I think that's really important with Marvel and Star Wars, and I think Disney forgets that a lot. Um, this this was really the kids were were very important. Their aspect, even of the though movie. 
there's well, a strong mention of yeah, something adults know that, and then a little bit of fan service for the moms out that, there. That's where there's a problem. <laughs> that's where there's a problem because the nudity and the adult discussions, um, the sex stuff, uh, that is problematic uh, in in pandering with the kids, so there's a there's there's a, a, an imbalance there that is inappropriate and I think doesn't work. No. Um, so that's a problem. Um, I would have liked the movie to be uh, a little more serious at times, um, a little more action at times. Some of the dialogue gets a little clunky because then I'm thinking, you know, let's hurry up this conversation and get get back to the action because there'd be, you know, a goofy conversation. Um, so, yeah, it's it's flawed uh i had to see it a second time to really know oh, really yeah okay. know how I, I thought about it um so again overall i enjoyed it uh but i like ragnarok better this is was not didn't work as well also the music um I there's <laughs> there aren't any themes I can recall. I was you know it's Giacchino who's uh, Michael Giacchino who does a lot of of Marvel and Disney stuff lately. He's was got he cut his teeth on uh, the Lost TV series doing oh, the music okay. for that, but many other things. Um, I don't know why they didn't go with Mark Mothersboro um, from uh, from uh, the the last Thor movie. Who that? I mean that that music soundtrack was so distinctive and so <laughs> groundbreaking, and I was kind of shocked they didn't use him again because yeah. um, it's really appropriate to the the previous movie. So that was a little disappointing. Okay, so uh, out of all of that, it sounds like. Uh well, yeah, you're pretty much uh, balanced you're over right, there yeah. uh, with it. Uh, so, out of a full movie ticket price or a matinee, maybe it's worthy of a rental. Uh, what what would you give this movie? Is it worth the theater experience as a matinee or a full time uh, premiere? Yes, yeah, I uh, I would I recommend go see it. Go pay. F- full price okay. you know, and right. see, see it soon and uh, our wonderful movie theaters here we're we're very lucky uh, mm-hmm. in northern michigan they're they're very inexpensive if, yeah you know, compared oh yeah to what you you know i went to traverse city for you know, uh, yeah the cherry yeah, blossom theater yeah, yeah. It's, i couldn't i was i couldn't believe the, <laughs> the price right. but oh. here it's, it's very affordable so there's no reason not to go well, there's some movies out there that's definitely worth that experience yeah. over at the traverse city uh, theater but i mean right. like when you know my wife and I, we actually saw Jurassic World uh, Dominion mm-hmm. uh, over there, and uh, that was definitely worth the IMAX experience because right. um, uh, it was stupid fun with dinosaurs, and, they, and I was surprised that I thought I was going to hate this movie, mm-hmm. but I somewhat enjoyed it a lot better than the last uh, Jurassic Park mm-hmm. movie. But um, anyway, you, you, hey, for more uh, info on that, go check out my wife and I's uh, review on Jurassic mm-hmm. World Dominion on the previous episode. All right, so uh, full uh, full matinee uh, price uh, over at uh, you know uh, in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw this over at the uh, Petoskey uh, Cinema. Want to throw mm-hmm. some love their way? They are a local uh, theater branch here mm-hmm. in uh, Northern Michigan. Definitely need some love. They've uh, I, I've been seeing movies in their theaters for like years, mm-hmm. and uh, definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. So the staff is there. The staff there is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so my. Uh, my take on this whole film is that I, I was saying 
don't necessarily hate it, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily feel as I ender- uh, I enjoyed it more than I uh, I did. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pr- I'm pretty much like you, middle, but I know I'm teetering towards something. Right. Um. This uh, you're absolutely right about the. Um, there's too much, way too much humor. Yeah. Uh, in here, I I don't know what Taika Waititi. Uh, motivation was here, but it, it definitely drastically changed. It's like uh, he convinced Disney to go like, you know, do hey, you know how you let Sam Raimi just do whatever he did? Mm-hmm. Let me do that. And what I showed you before I went into the theater was that he released a statement that he wanted to do a movie uh, for Thor fans uh, that he didn't want to do for Thor fans. And like, wait, what? You, you want to give fans of Thor a film that they wouldn't want? <laughs> oh, get out of my office, you weirdo. <laughs> All right, I'll get out of it then. No. Pitch meeting reference yeah. uh, for those. <laughs> Have you been watching those? No. Oh, I got to show you <laughs> more of those. Um, uh, but here, it's like, I want to say, it's like, what is this reminding me of? It's like, you know how you watch the first Ninja Turtles movie? Mm-hmm. And then you watch the second one, and you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But then you're like... I actually like the first uh, Ninja Turtles yeah. better. And I know, like, yeah, uh, Ninja Turtles 2 was okay, but it's like, it's just not as better as it was. And I guess, you know, that's like the weakest thing I can come up with at the moment. But right. um, a lot of things I did like, I loved the color presentation here. Yeah. I definitely love the color presentation here. It's very colorful. Yeah. Um, definitely, like, you know, uh, you get a wide variety of visuals out mm-hmm. there, and I love that. Mm-hmm. My main gripe here is the length of this film. It's mm-hmm. over before you know it. Mm-hmm. And there's that when you do that, there's just not a whole lot to kind of latch on to. Right. Such as I was definitely looking forward to Christian Bale mm-hmm. to kind of wow me with his uh, portrayal of Gore. Mm-hmm. And he does that. Yeah. He definitely does that with very little we see of him right. uh, in this uh, movie because mainly that that's what the movie is all about. Mm-hmm. It Well, it pretty much... He's about uh, he he's the god butcher, mm-hmm. but we hardly see any kind of god butchering whatsoever. Right. Um. Dis- like despite what happened to him, it's it's pretty clear that the gods did something to upset Gore. Yeah. I mean, it, that's established in the uh, trailers, the teasers. And I'm going to tell you what it is right now. It's right in the beginning of the film. All right. So his daughter dies. Mm-hmm. His daughter dies, and shortly after that, I'm uh, well before that, uh, he was praying to the gods to. Save them, give them water, rain, because they're on some kind of Tatooine desert planet. Mm. And then shortly after she dies, here comes the god that he's worshiping, but not for him as a retreat Mm. to just like, you know, vacation and all that stuff. And that's where we get the start of everything. That's how he gets the the sword uh, uh, that every Marvel fan is going nuts about. Um, But then we go to uh, Jane Foster. Uh, That's... uh, She's she's got something, and that's what has uh, drawn her to become uh, Thor. Mm. And how they kind of execute that was a little bit rushed. Mm. I mean, so rushed, it's like problem solved, but we're still going to use that as a subplot, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it felt very sloppy yeah. in the handling. But, no, she is great. You know when she is the mighty, uh, the mighty Thor. I love like this uh, what uh, Taiki uh, did with this uh, love uh, 
rom-com element mm-hmm. that he did here with uh, not only uh, Jane Foster and Thor, but <laughs> but with the uh, with with the hammer and the axe, it, it's like this. Uh, I would not a love triangle, but it, it's more like a quad a love quad triangle, right? Where it's like a. Chris Hemsworth is try- trying to get the the hammer back, while the axe is like, "Excuse me, mm-hmm. I'm right here." <laughs> so it, right. It, that's that that was funny. I love that. Um, it uh that that's where the real Taiki humor is. Mm-hmm. But then it just loses it with like cheap, you know, cheap gag jokes. Um, I wanted to spend more time with the Guardians of the Galaxy too. Right? If if you watch the the previews and the trailer, you know it makes it look like they're they're an important part of the whole movie, but it turns out they're really only in the <laughs> intro. And I th- featured. I've, yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of people say that as well because that was a big Thor, throwaway. Yeah, yeah, the chemistry between Thor and the Guardians is so good, and I it really is think so they could have thrown that in with the next upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, that would yeah. have been a, a a better fit over here. Yeah, I, <sighs> I maybe they will. Maybe I thought they. Yeah, them. I thought they would have a long adventure. Um, and it it makes it seem like it was kind of pointless that he hooked up with them. Um, yeah, but, only to kind of you know just uh, like look, we got to get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, but on the other hand, I don't think they could have told the story that they told with the Guardians because it just would have been too many actors and not enough time to yeah. focus, give them their What do you think focus. this is, Endgame? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, now, I heard a rumor uh, that there was a lot cut out. Like, there mm. were a lot of Christian Bale scenes uh, cut out that really would have uh, given us more uh, mm. more gore. Yeah. I'm not trying to rhyme here, but... Um, yeah, I I can uh, I could see that, and Ragnarok had a lot of significant um, uh, deleted scenes that were in- included then with the Blu-ray. So I'll, yeah. I'll bet we will see a lot of deleted scenes. I really hope, yeah, I really hope that we get all that uh, cutting room uh, mm. stuff because I heard it was hours. There were hours of things uh, cut from this film. Well, what what we even could get, which apparently they're doing with Spider Man, which is a little bit annoying. Yeah, they're, what? They're oh re- my god! I forgot about that. They're oh, re-releasing no. it, re-releasing it in the hall this the upcoming Christmas holidays with more scenes added. A Deadpool Christmas the movie theater too. I, I don't know whether we'll get it here locally in the theaters or not. I'm not sure. What Please don't they, do it. Yeah, what don't the do release. It. And but I'm I'm kind of annoyed because it's like okay, well I went I saw the movie in the theater two or three times and I bought the Blu-ray and I've seen it on Disney Plus and it's like I've given you so much money I don't want to get because they'll show it in the theaters and of course then they're going to sell a, a deluxe edition Blu-ray oh, and it's no. like I don't want to keep giving you my money for the same movie. I've already paid my dues. Absolutely. So Absolutely. They, they could do that with Thor. We'll yeah. see. So um, going going back to uh, like I I love the element with um, with with the uh, the love uh, the love triangle with the not only Jane and Thor the axe uh, the hammer mm, and all yeah. that stuff. So it's like it, it was kind of like uh, you know this thing where it's like uh, you know your ex is with your ex mm-hmm. and they're doing they're doing great things that you never thought yeah. <laughs> that you would before uh that that was uh another thing i like how jane can do the uh thing with the hammer now that it was like you've know, cracked in pieces mm-hmm. uh in this timeline mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and, and there's a lot of creativity in these action scenes. Right. Except for again these these shadow creatures where you I I couldn't see them in the theater. Could you? Mm-hmm. Could you see them? Uh it was it was hard. I know they're shadow creatures, yeah. but I mean, come on, can I get a bit more of a clear picture of what mm. i'm looking at here yeah. and you think with the word shadow creatures you think you'd use the shadows more um the shadow realm scene i that was a little bit better but i wasn't quite impressed mm-hmm. as it was it's like oh so they just put everything in black and white well, yeah. that's that's a real cheap thing no they kept the yellow eyes and uh, the, the interesting thing with these creatures, or maybe not so interesting, depending, <laughs> depending on how much you're into the background details, is uh-huh. or, originally, see, um, in Thor Ragnarok, Hela's powers, Hela's blades, mm. are actually Gore's powers from the comics. They borrowed his powers from the oh. comics, and they gave them to Hela in the Ragnarok movie. Her minions were actually, or, originally, the concept was they were going to borrow Gore's minions and they were going to appear in Ragnarok. But oh. it, at the last minute, they changed them and gave her the, the undead army instead. I don't know why. Um, but it turned out it, it was too late to change uh, the product. So Lego has toys where Ooh. the little Lego minifigures, her minions, are actually gores in, in this movie. Um but then, then they went and they actually used those gore minions and they gave them to Thanos. Um, but they're a slightly different version. They're those those crazy kamikaze monsters, yeah. uh, berserkers, I think they call them or something. Right. Um, with lots of arms and teeth and stuff. Yeah, those, they those kept are, running into yeah, that force field thing. Right, yeah. exactly. Those are gore's minions. Okay, But given All to right. Thanos and just painted a different color. And the God Butcher sword that he had, that's the thing now... I've I like I said I didn't know this, mm. but that's why I, you know I count on you uh, Marvel guys mm-hmm. to know uh, that that is actually the sword that is like from the king of symbiotes like what mm, created right, yeah. venom and all that yeah that's and, a whole very complicated not, thing yeah. yeah it's like are they gonna go that way because we know a little bit of venom is yeah. in the MCU now but. Are they going to do it? Can they? I don't know. That's up to Marvel, Kevin, and Sony. Issues, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's going to be interesting how they're going to go with that. Because, I mean, you're this far in. Mm-hmm. You might as well go all the way. If not, well, then I, mean, I, I guess that's why they threw away a lot of gore uh, scenes. Because uh, they still have yet to get permission to go the full right. uh, route on it. Which, I mean, is understandable. But And that was the other thing here with this film is that we're in phase four. It is getting messy and messy and messier compared to what the plan was originally with the Infinity Saga. Right. Where it was a 10-year plan. Like, it was already thought of. Here, they're just going as, you know, spur of the moment. Right. They're just coming up with uh, stories that's, you know, not really well thought of. I'm a little bit scared for Hmm. uh, the phase four and, like, where we're going to go leading up to... uh, What's his name? King, uh, King the Conqueror. Right. Um, but it's a uh, a lot a lot of rushness mm. in this film, and the the, um, the the some of the effects were a little bit cheap, cheap looking. Mm. To it's uh, the the humor of this unlikable Thor, where he's like he was supposed to be well developed at mm. the end of the Infinity Saga. He's like. He's back down to Thor level one when it comes to maturity and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And like I said, I'm I'm I half liked it, but there's another half of me that did like it, and I was actually considering maybe this would be better as a uh, a rental, like wait for it to come out on mm-hmm. uh, Disney Plus. But uh, no, I, it it was I think it was a bit of an okay um, summer blockbuster movie, just not is mm-hmm. just not as enough as a. Uh, full price uh film mm. so i mean it barely makes a matinee for me mm. um like uh, go see it as early as you can mm. that that's pretty much all i can say uh over here um but i mean where are we gonna go now with thor that's that's my uh biggest uh thing i guess we'll find out because of the two uh after credit scenes that are actually surprisingly well connected to the film yeah and not promising like okay get ready for this movie uh-huh. now uh, w- which is what they did with uh, other uh, marvel films like th- this has got to be the first marvel film in a while where we actually know like where it's going to go next right yeah yeah that it's stuck Dang. to that and it was uh, really good it, you're uh, you'll mm-hmm. love the mid credit scene and you're really going to love the after credit scene mm-hmm. here which i mean if that was it i mean Oh, I feel mm. a little bit cheated out of it. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. It's like, you could have done that? Right. Oh, but no, it was good. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely give it an early matinee, as early as you can catch. All right. And with that, I guess, uh, so you got a full price mm-hmm. uh, uh, in theaters. I got a early matinee uh, price. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, somewhere why would you put middle. that? Yeah, somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Why would you put that on the scale? Like, I wouldn't give it a five out of ten, but mm-hmm. I'd pretty much give it like uh, just a solid three out of five. I think that's where I'm I'd, at. I'd give it a uh, seven. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Seven okay. Out of 10. Yeah. Three out of five. Seven out of ten. All right. Well, now you have a uh, good puts idea. Us at about five, I guess. <laughs> so, what's the next Marvel movie coming out? Uh, I think Black Panther comes out this fall. Okay. Which is really going to be, I mean, oh boy, that's, that's really going to be tough, a tough act yeah, to follow, especially I, with I all that's no, happened. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. Especially all that we've heard. It, it, like, what's Chadwick happening. Boseman passing oh, away. So I don't, I don't know. Rest in peace. Yeah. Who rest he in is. Peace. And then, uh, Disney plus, um, I, I don't know if Ms. Marvel's wrapped up or not. I kind of lost interest in the show. I haven't watched that yet because yeah. I've been busy with other, <laughs> I watched the, I watched the first First episode I thought was very strong. It was very creative mm-hmm. and, and unique and okay. different. Um, the second episode kind of, oh, you're losing me, and I just haven't gotten back to it. Um, I don't know whether I'll finish it or not. Probably eventually. Yeah. Um, but uh, the next one is She-Hulk. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the date on that is, but that's that's got controversy out of the gate because, again, people are saying <laughs> that it looks too goofy. It looks with the, too with goofy. the CG and uh, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, Go- goofy I, CG and I goofy humor. That. And uh, well, I mean, it's got to have the goofy humor because yeah. I mean that's where that was one of the mm. foundations of you know why people yeah. go to these uh, Marvel yeah. films and watching all that stuff. But I'm I'm okay with humor because I loved Ragnarok and I yeah. love the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're among my favorite MCU. But it's the humor's got to be funny. It, if it falls flat, if it's overpowering, then, oh then man, it's, it's really gonna... it's a problem. It's really going to be a challenge now that we got um, Vincent D'Onofrio and uh, Charlie Cox coming mm-hmm. back as uh, Kingpin and Daredevil. Yeah, that's I mean, cause exciting. They're they're from a broody, yeah, uh, 
fruity upbringing from uh, the Netflix series. Now yeah. that Disney owns them now. And uh, what a contrast. Oh boy. What a contrast. But I, Hey, it's going to be worth it. If I can see uh daredevil and she Hulk, uh, she, you know, I can't imagine them on the same screen. No, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both lawyers, aren't they? Or, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah. You, I would love to see that. Yeah. I, I am sure we're going to definitely have a, con, a, a crossover <laughs> at some point. Law and Order, MCU. Yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> right. I can't wait for that. They, they got to go that route. Yeah. I mean, oh, come on. So, no doubt they oh, will. Oh, I think that's where they're going. Now I know. Oh. You yeah, think because Charlie I, Cox will appear in the show? I was, deba- I was wondering what they were going to do with the Scarlet Witch on my last uh, Marvel uh, Cinematic mm. Universe thing because, like, you know, she, she has fallen off. She has fallen off, uh, you know, the trail of being good mm-hmm. in everything. So they made her the bad guy uh, in that film, and she supposedly died or something. Mm-hmm. But she's going to come back. Sure. And she has things that she's got to face. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in that sort of thing? She gets arrested mm-hmm. and then brought to trial, mm. and we're that's where we're going to go. We're going to have uh, Daredevil defend her wait wait is yeah he's the he's the defense attorney isn't he is he probably wait. he is but i think she hulk is too isn't she are they i think she defends then they're gonna they're gonna come together then and uh yeah probably defend her maybe that's where they're going okay Maybe. all right i i can get by that if they do that and hey disney if you didn't think about that and you got ideas from that you gotta pay me now you gotta pay me now for that idea you know if because if you do and say oh yeah we thought about that uh, eight years ago, it's like, Mm-mm, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be right there. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did my fan fiction. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Adam Bray, mm-hmm. thank you so much for uh, stopping on by. He sure. is uh, currently uh, on his uh, last day over here at the Petoskey uh, Cinema, handing out uh, some uh, merchandise, his new book. Or uh, You still got... Uh, uh, some copies of your new book, or they uh, all sold out? Uh, there's copies of, of some of my books there, Marvel okay. and Star Wars. And you got more of your action figures that you're going to be selling too? Yeah. yeah. I remember like when I uh, showed up there on uh, opening, uh, well, premiere, pre-opening uh, night, everybody was like, oh, gosh, I want, I want that giant pop vinyl figure. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Oh, but I mean, I, I spent all my, uh, my pop vinyl figure money on uh, carnival food, elephant ears. <laughs> cherries uh big tall glasses of lemonade that you can finish with like in a minute it's like worth ten dollars right <laughs> you gotta love that all right well hey thank you so much for coming on over here thor love and thunder i'd say i almost i almost said it again <laughs> <laughs> thor love and thunder go see it in theaters however you want to choose i'm tyler woods this is adam bray hey we'll catch you later